And we're back. Welcome to But Make It Hallmark Christmas Edition. You're still here with me, Patty, and I'm here with my co-host, Chengai. Hey, Chengai, how are you? I'm good. Another week. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Another week done. This week, we cover four movies once again. Three from Countdown to Christmas and one from Miracles of Christmas. And Hallmark, we beg you, we need a miracle. Because three weeks in, are we on our third week? Apparently we are. <laughs> on week three. Three weeks in and we really are in dire need of a Christmas miracle. But we'll get more into that as we talk about the movies. Which we'll just kick off because I don't know what else to do. I'm just... Wow, what is happening? Alright, Chinga, you want to kick it off? Okay, let's get into it. Uh, let's start with A Christmas Treasure with Jordan Sparks and Michael Savior. After opening a hundred-year-old time capsule and meeting a charming chef, Lou questions whether or not she should move to New York after Christmas and further her writing career. You know what? See, the thing with A Christmas Treasure is, like, I wasn't... It's not an offensive movie, but the thing is, it could have been done in five to ten minutes. (laughs) (laughs) We know this story by heart, and... I mean, how many more? How many more writers are we gonna get trying to further their career by moving to New York? And then you know, it, the what makes this movie different is that it's a musical. Whoopee! Another one. They're really pulling out all the musicals this year. My suggestion is they could have just made this like a concert special. Mm. Jordan Sparks, we know her from American Idol. She sings one of my favorite Christmas songs, This Christmas. She could have just oh. done an, an entire concert and and sing and chant. You know, I would have I would have preferred that to, to them like wrangling a storyline out of this. Um one thing I remember, which should come as no surprise to anyone who's been listening listening to but make it hallmark is that we get like the the guy the postman from last year he's an extra here the Asian <laughs> dude he's, he's been in a couple of movies see i keep again you already said it when we when we stop focusing on the secondary characters then we know that a movie is good my takeaway is that postman made it again he's like earning <laughs> he's, he's earning his <laughs> his his keep and so congrats to another job well done mr actor yeah, congrats to the actor and super non-congrats to Hallmark. Guys, I was writing my notes and when I looked at the title, I'm like, A Christmas Treasure? Did I watch it? I did. I did watch it, except I don't remember anything. When Shanghai was reading out the <laughs> synopsis, I'm like, that happened? There was, was a like, lantern somewhere in there and a ta- yeah, the time capsule. I, I don't know. I don't care. I didn't realize there was a time capsule. So at this rate, I think we need to do like a special ranking of American Idol alumni that have come on the Hallmark channel because we've got Kelly Pickler with the Nashville stuff. We've got Jordan Sparks. I'm sure there's a bunch more that I've just probably forgotten. But oh my goodness, this was not good. Definitely a mistletoe miss for us, unfortunately. And you know what? They spent so many marketing dollars on this. I have seen an ad for this since the start of the season, and I don't understand why. I, d- I don't know if Jordan has this big a fan base that they're just clamoring to tap. I don't know. I'm, I'm super confused. What's happening, Hallmark? Why? Why did you bother with this movie? I, I prefer her to Kelly Pickler. Let's just, let's just say that. Silver lining. I love <laughs> it. We always end on a high note. 
And with that, we move on to Gingerbread Miracle. Still on the Hallmark Channel's Countdown to Christmas, starring Merritt Patterson and John Ecker. Two old friends from high school work together over Christmas to sell his uncle's Mexican bakery, famous for its magical gingerbread cookies that Grant wishes. Uh, not so magical a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Okay, there there are silver linings to this movie. One, diversity. They're really peppering as much Mexican flavor as they can, and I really appreciate it. We've seen the Save the Bakery, Sell the Bakery story in many different seasons over the years. And now they put a Mexican spin to it of how the gingerbread houses were actually given their own like little Mexican twist. And I forget the, I think it was like a casilla. I forget the name of casilla, the actual. yes. There you go. Doesn't that mean like underwear mini, in... I, I right? know, I it thought it was underwear, underwear but also I guess... I, yeah, and like Filipino Spanish, but I guess here it's a casa, like a, like a small house, I guess, because mm. it's a gingerbread house. But I love it. I love that they did this Mexican spin, even when they didn't have to, and it was totally left field. And I'm like, should they have changed the title to make it sound more Mexican? Because you would not have guessed that. Also, I had a mini heart attack at the start of the movie because the lead guy, John Ecker, to me, really, really reminded me of the bad... Red Ranger boyfriend on Bling Empire. Wow! <laughs> no! So there's a Netflix series called Bling Empire, and it is a reality show. And one of the, so obviously it's an Asian cast, and one of the girls there had a celebrity boyfriend who's Caucasian. And they show this guy, and he's Red Ranger and Power Rangers, and he really looks like John Ecker. So I was like, oh my god, did they give this guy a career? So I had to look up this guy's name. And then I had to look up that guy's name. They're different people. Hallelujah. But they do look alike. And guys, that is what I remember from this movie. <laughs> Let's just say that a gingerbread miracle was half-baked. <laughs> they could have done so much more. But yeah, well, it's have. okay. Just- just as for Meredith Patterson, she sometimes can bring, you know, goodness, but this year, not so good. Last year, her movie with um, Luke McFarlane was also a bit like here nor there, but this one was just really, wow. Yay diversity, though. I will always cheer for that, but oh, wow. I don't think I will ever watch this again or remember. I watched it, then probably get tricked into watching it again. Joke's on me. I am the fool. Let, let, let's... Let's see if we're going to be t- taken as fools by this next one, which does uh, some magic. We get Next Stop Christmas with Lindsay Fonseca, Chandler Massey, Leah Thompson, and Christopher Lloyd. Angie wonders what her life would be like if she had married a former boyfriend who became a famous sportscaster. She takes the train home to spend Christmas with her family and inexplicably finds herself 10 years in the past. With the advice of the train's enigmatic conductor, Angie has the chance to revisit that Christmas and learn what and who is truly important to her. I was really nervous about this because it really looked like Polar Express. And like, I didn't watch the Polar Express, but that, that, that movie terrifies me. This, this, star is, this, this movie is headlined by the Back to the Future people, Leah Thompson and Christopher Lloyd. And so I was, I was excited, but I was nervous. We don't like time travel. But you know what? I, I really like this one. Okay, really is, <laughs> is exaggerating. I like 
this one. We've seen Love Strikes twice do the time traveling thing well. We've seen Boyfriends of Christmas Past do, you know, the revisiting past Christmases and excess well. I think this was okay. You know what? I really liked Lindsay. I feel like she acted well in this. It was such it was sad because um I think she matched up to Christopher Lloyd and Leah Thompson who managed to make this movie not cheesy despite its mm. essential cheesiness. What what was lacking for me was the ex that she was visiting. So I was like even more mm. for the for the sportscaster who was a little bit um let's say uh, self-aggrandizing but <laughs> I mean, I liked him more than the, the best friend. I felt like, who is this guy? I felt like he, everyone was at a 10 and an, an, and an 11 in the cast. And the guy we're supposed to be falling in love with was like at a 4. So there's like some kind of imbalance here. Otherwise, you know what? I really would have liked this if they had just put in a little extra more for the, the guy. For the guy. I'm with you. I actually really like Lindsay Fonseca. I was a huge fan of her in... Oh, wow. I've forgotten the name of the show. Yes, not that <laughs> oh, big of a Nikita. fan. <laughs> Nikita. Okay. She was like a, a, on Nikita with um, Maggie Q. And I actually really appreciated her there. And so it was just such a letdown to see how this movie could have been so much more. We've gotten the time travel just in like Love Strikes twice last fall, and they did it so well. The guys here are the guys that look like they're in high school, so right. to be fair, <laughs> they got that part but right. They got that part right, so they did listen to us, but they didn't listen to us in the way like I, I, I feel you in that the current sportscaster boyfriend had a bit more charisma, a bit more like presence, because the best friend from back then was like we're supposed to want her to up you know throw her life upside down for this you know what like, i was thinking sorry you know what i was thinking like maybe trevor donovan could have done this better <gasps> like i was thinking like who who could have filled in the shoes of the best friend and i, I don't know cuz cuz the guy was blonde right so i was thinking maybe trevor donovan could have done it right no we love trevor donovan and he could have had so much more presence you know what? We've also seen boyfriends from Christmas past. So we've seen a lot of ex-boyfriends and time travel. <laughs> and that one still managed to do it better. I really feel bad because they got Christopher Lloyd. They got Leah Thompson. They got Lindsay. Like, this is a stacked cast. And uh, sometimes we just don't count our blessings and put things to waste. So yeah, all right. Well, I guess next stop, a better <laughs> movie, we hope. And we're back with But Make It Hallmark hoping, <laughs> against all hope, that once more, Miracles of Christmas comes to save the day because, <laughs> guys, we're really grasping <laughs> for air right now. What did you think about A Mrs. Miracle Christmas, Patty? Chingai, we present our fourth movie for this episode. And might we say, did it slay it? Miracles of Christmases, Debbie McCummers, A Mrs. Miracle Christmas, starring Caroline Rhea, Caitlin Doubleday, and Steve Lund. When a family faces loneliness and loss of faith, Mrs. Miracle swoops in to renew their Christmas spirit 
and they experience a holiday of heavenly proportions. A Christmas miracle comes to life with a little help from... I'm Gloria Merkel. Caring Heart Angels sent me. Referrals, oh. recommendations, and reviews. My goal is to make your life easier. How do you look at the world with such optimism? Your miracles are out there for you and Will both. I'm ready to see the joy again. Hallmark Debbie Movies and Mysteries has Miracle done it again. I think again. again. <laughs> I, I don't know what's happening, but I like it. Their Miracles of Christmas tagline is literally the miracle we've needed all this time. This movie was the first movie I watched because I just wanted to start with good vibes and I knew Caitlin Doubleday would not let me down. Caitlin Doubleday has delivered it in Love in Iceland. She's given it to us in her Von Trapp movie with um, Adrian Grenier. She is just bringing it. From her hair alone, we knew this would win. And it's got some magical realism. So apparently I did some research because I keep seeing this Mrs. McCummer we also thought it was Mrs. McComer, but thank you, Chingai, for doing the research on this on Mrs. McComer. It's a series that's apparently starred, you know, if you know the mom from Everybody Loves Raymond? So she plays that um, character, and they've had multiple versions of this in the past. Luckily, unluckily, I don't know. I haven't seen a single one. So instead, my first, my very first exposure to Mrs. McComer is through Caroline Rhea, who I absolutely loved in Sabrina the Teenage Witch as one of the Aunt Selma or Selma. I don't know. <laughs> but she was lovely there. And I'm so happy that she came in and started this. And to be fair, I was a bit scared when I saw the trailer because magical realism stuff always is a bit of a hit or miss on Hallmark. But this was a hit for me. And I know that because this was the first movie I watched, so I had zero things to compare it to. And yet I actually really enjoyed it. And I was enjoying it you know, despite me not wanting to enjoy it. We've got this helpful, like, Mary Poppins-style auntie that comes over and just turns their lives upside down because we have a grieving family. They don't say quite why they're grieving, but we learn that there was a fostering, a foster child situation that fell through. There was um, the grandma losing her husband, and so she had taken them in. And it, it was actually a really beautiful story of loss and grieving and things that Hallmark doesn't usually cover. Foster kids, they do the adoption bit, they do some fostering, but this one felt like a, a more real way of doing it and the grieving of losing someone when you know they were kind of hoping they would be adopting this child. And the grandma, they focus so much on the grandma. And usually, I would be, like, annoyed with side stories. But this one, I didn't. I looked forward to the grandma. The grandma is um, the grandma from Five Star Christmas. And she is delightful. She is delightful. When, of course, they didn't want an, someone to take care of her, she was, like, you know, trying to be a bitch to the girl. But And shockingly, I enjoyed the love story, non-love story between Steve Lund and Caitlin Doubleday, because here they're already married, and Hallmark rarely does this well, of a couple that's already together. We've seen it with, like, other movies. With Nikki Deloach. I know, with Nikki Deloach. Sorry, <laughs> Nikki Deloach. But Nikki Deloach's movies, to be fair, they're already split up, and it's like a divorcee thing. Here, mm -hmm. 
they're already married and there was a scene where they were like we should probably break up I can't give you what you want and so I was like oh my god they're doing all these serious things but I, I didn't mind I didn't need that like young love thing because this felt more mature love so this felt like something that Kevin and Pascal could do where is their Christmas movie but back to this one you, yeah right? uh, they're filming When Calls yeah, the Heart that's why I guess so but the, really grandma everything I would love to have more of this kind of, of, of movie whether on Miracles of Christmas because it is a bit more dramatic than the usual but they brought it out for me I'm so glad they saved this week once again for me definitely slaying it uh, this year I'm realizing that things that I usually don't like in movies I can actually like if they're done <laughs> well um, I, I don't like IVF storylines you know married couples old people <laughs> I'm not ageist okay I just I just usually like the rom-coms yeah. but but that changed with this it's 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 Mrs. Merkel by the way Mrs. Miracle oh, yeah. so Debbie McComer I think is the is the writer or something or the producer the 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 yeah, that's right. She was Mrs. Merkel. Miracle. Merkel yeah, but, slash but, Miracle. But the movie title is Mrs. Miracle, right? But the, in the show, they, they right. say it as Merkle. Anyway, I, I mean, this, this actually hits close to home because I, I live with older parents. We had a death this year. I was quilting myself mm. this year and it warmed my heart to see like all the grandmas quilting with each other. Shout out to the Asian quilting grandma. <laughs> She could she could play mom to the postman from the other movie. I love it. In my imaginary movie of, with Jason McKinnon and Mayer. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Caitlin Doubleday's hair alone has saved us this week. Every time I see her with that bob, I want to go shorter with my hair. I can't help it. Um, you know what? We we don't historically like these, you know, feel good family, fun, uh, spiritual type of movies. But, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a miracle that we, we said yes to this one. It's the anti-God <laughs> I I love the quotes. A good distraction is never a bad idea. And closed doors point us to open ones. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I guess it's just not a lovey-dovey week for us. Um, we prefer the family type of movie for this week. I mean, yeah, things are just like topsy-turvy over here on But Make It Hallmark. Things are changing fast. I am so glad it's changing though because it's if, if this is a sign of what Christmas 2021 has to offer, then please just give us more Miracles of Christmas. We need it. Countdown to Christmas is not delivering the goods. But when we're back, we will still deliver a f- Merry Kill Christmas Edition. See you then. And we're back with our favorite segment of the episode. Welcome to F*** Merry Kill Christmas Edition. As always, you guys know how this goes. We choose from the available cast of the four movies we've watched and figure out who we want to fuck, marry, and kill. And guys, this week was difficult, not because there were so many choices, but because literally I cannot remember <laughs> a single movie. <laughs> oh dear. All right, let me start then with our kill, of course, 
Who are you killing, Chingai? I'm killing everyone from a Christmas treasure. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jordan Sparks singing, but not that much. <laughs> I'm killing Jordan, so it's a double homicide for us, for her. I, yeah, I'm usually supportive of stars kind of branching out, being a triple threat and all that, but not this time. Uh, Jordan, please go away. You are our kill this week. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, you are not on our minds like a tattoo. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Who I am fucking, I will start with who I am fucking. This week was tough. This is the first week in the history of But Make It Hallmark when I could not figure out who I wanted to fuck. But I've always thought of myself as adventurous. So you know what? I'm going to fuck Lindsay Fonseca. Ah, There's probably good some, choice. something up in me that is on the on the Kinsey scale. You know, we're all just fluid. Who knows? And maybe with Lindsay, I'll discover something about myself. So yes, I am fucking Lindsay Fonseca. You can do it on the train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh la uh, la. I'm fucking Mexican gingerbread guy. <laughs> And I don't even remember his name. <laughs> I mean, rightfully so. Casillas is underwear in Filipino Spanish. No. So yeah, let, let's let's go with that. I'm 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 I I feel Chingai that we're going to be sister wives. Are we? Again. Who are we marrying? I feel it. I'm marrying the sportscaster. <laughs> Oh my god, he's got, a, no. he's got a solid career. I mean, and he's driven, you know, he kind of looks like <laughs> Adrian Grenier light. <laughs> so I guess it'll be him. <laughs> oh my Patty's god. face is this like is a shock. shock. <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast, you cannot see the shock on my face. But I hope my voice is conveying this. But it's a good thing. Um, wow, I'm happy for you, Chingai. I hope you guys have a good thanks, life together. Thanks. I will visit you with my husband, Steve Lund. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I like how he was conceding to uh, Caitlin Doubleday when she sent him away. She, he slept on his friend's couch, and then he was so nice with a kid, not that I want kids. But like, So I would have to talk him out of that, obviously. But he looked really nice and supportive and I just wanted to give him a hug and like waking up to that sleeping next to that shower. Right, right. I'm not gonna say no. I mean, I considered him, <laughs> but he, he mm. looks a little too Jesus for me, which, <laughs> which is perfect actually. <laughs> Meaning of Christmas. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm, okay, just, I'm just hoping that next week is better for us. Yeah. Please. Do we know what movie? We got an Allison Sweeney one, and Allison Sweeney paired with the the, the he who must yeah be with him. <laughs> oh dear, Zaddy who blocked us is back in our lives. I wonder what that will bring. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us once again on a Christmas countdown to God knows what we're counting down to at this point. We'll see you guys next week. If you have not liked, subscribed, shared the pod, please do. And please follow us on our socials. We'd love to hear from you at But Make It Hallmark on Instagram and at Make It Hallmark on Twitter. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas.